Welcome to another episode of Passing Stones with John and Spencer. John, today's guest... Chance the Rapper! (laughs) (laughs) Chance the Rapper. Chance uh, Bones Joe. Chance Bones Joe. Yes, I first... uh, Chance and I got to know each other in like 2016, around the same time I actually met you. But Chance used to come on to my radio show all the time, and he has the absolute best voice for podcasting and radios. Mm -hmm. It is incredible. So Chance, welcome on to the program. Howdy, everybody. <laughs> there it is. Man, Hello. I'll give you a little ASMR treatment. Howdy. <laughs> Howdy, it just doesn't work for him. <laughs> no one can do it but Howdy, him. But, um, Chance, it actually, that's something that I kind of want to start off with. Do you have any impressions that you can do? Any impressions? Yes. Can you impersonate anybody? <coughs> um, let's see. Uh, I could do an all right um, Shawshank Redemption. All right. Let's hear that real quick. Go for it. <clears throat> And it truly was a Shawshank Redemption. Nice! <laughs> he crawled through two miles of raw sewage. <laughs> that's what I did this morning. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is, that's a solid Morgan Freeman right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I can appreciate that. I've always wanted to get more into impressions, but John, can you do any? No. Try to pass the first stone here. Mm, let me think. When I was a kid, I, you know the slug in... Um, Monsters Inc. Yeah, <laughs> I used to be able to do that perfectly. I don't know. I haven't done Ross? it since I was like twelve. So we'll see how it goes. <coughs> I'm watching you, was out. Nope. Not <laughs> no, it used to be a lot better. I promise. When I was a child, oh, that's man. my impression. <laughs> Pretty solid. Oh man, no, I just uh, I've always, like I said, always want to get into that. My you, everybody, I think that's listened to the podcast before has heard me try to impersonate Trump. Um, the other one that I would love to do, if I could do every single president that ever lived in the United States, I would do that for sure. That'd be very impressive. Um, yeah, I've tried a little China. bit of Obama <laughs> and being like, uh, the, the thing you need to understand, <laughs> that what you need to understand is, we, we can do this. We can change. <laughs> or then I'm um, a little bit of George W. Bush with the... Um, <laughs> Nuclear. Now, uh, <laughs> nuclear. <laughs> you, fool, you fool me once. Shame, shame, on, shame on you. You fooled me twice. Shame on, shame on just about everybody. Fool <laughs> <laughs> me can't get fooled again. A fool can't get fooled again. <laughs> yeah. What song is that? But from? Uh, <coughs> no, it's J Cole. Uh, some, no some, role models. I don't know. Anybody do a J Cole Shallow. impression? No. No. So John can do Roz and J Cole. <laughs> Impressive. <laughs> And we got Morgan Freeman, but <laughs> anyway, so a uh, chance, I guess that is kind of our first stone there, but uh, we do, one of the ways that we do like to start off this show is by doing something we call just like a hometown uh, spotlight. So where are you from? I'm from a little town, uh, a little bit farther south of here, is uh, called Green River, Utah. It's a town of just under a thousand people. <coughs> it's a pretty small town. It's I call it the oversized gas station. <laughs> and it's got not got a whole lot going on with it, but it's it's a charming little town. <laughs> so I listen to that. River. Green, green River, Utah. River. Isn't there a Green River, Wyoming? Too? There is. Yeah, and that's okay. where uh, Laura Rivers is from. She yes, was on the program before. Right. Episode number two. Number one, actually. They're our the very first, first ones. ones. Wow. Yeah, very first ones. First timer. Yeah. Um, she had said something about like seedless watermelons there. The like Green River either has a ton of them or they have none. It's absolutely mm-hmm. zero. Yeah, we got. There and 
I mean, if you're a watermelon purist, such as I am, <laughs> uh, you always go for seeded because it always has the better flavor. With the seedless ones, they have to grow them a different way. So huh. they, they lose a little bit of their flavor, but hmm. that dirt out there is just naturally sugar-rich that it gets in, like, imbued oh, wow. in those seeds. So is it safe to say that those watermelons <laughs> are neutered? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's a neutered watermelon. That's an excellent analogy. Man. I've never thought of that. Or spade. Oh. I'm not trying to judge here. Yeah. Neutered we don't. Spade. Yeah. Equal, neutered equal or spade. It is 2020. Yeah. So. Equal watermelon opportunist here. Yes. But um, anyway, um, Kenzie and I over the summer we went and visited her hometown of Thousand Oaks, which the locals call To. And I, for the first time in my life, had a golden watermelon. You guys ever oh. seen or eaten one of those? Uh, I think is it, it heavenly? Is it? It was. Something? I don't know. Just they called it golden watermelon. We okay. ate it at her boss's house. He's Israeli Jew, um, and I don't know if that was like a Jewish thing or not. Like if he got that at the market, but it it really it was pretty. I mean, it tastes just like watermelon, but it looks like pineapple. Hmm. And it was crazy. It might have been. There's actually a kind of watermelon that it's called an Israeli. Huh. That it may have been that. It's a more sweeter Google. type of watermelon. Yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah. It, if you cut it, it's a very yeah, light. Yeah, it's in the googs. It, it's kind of, it looks, it looks more like a <laughs> giant, like, mango. Ah. But yeah, that could have very that, well been it. It's a very sweet watermelon. Yeah, it was. Did you think it was sweeter, Kenzie? I don't she says she doesn't remember. I don't know if you guys could pick her up on that. We'll we'll see anyway. Any anyway, um, John's googling it. That's actually another I'm thing just... about Chance that uh, people need to understand. Chance googles more than <laughs> anybody I have ever met, <laughs> and he is the fastest to the draw on it, like oh, yeah. every single time. But what do you Wait, think, is Chance? This it? Not the purple one right there. But... Oh yeah, that's it. That's exactly what it looks like. That looks really yummy. It was really good. Is there a name under it or just say golden watermelon there? Is it the Israeli one? Ah. Well, still. The Israeli one, I searched that one. That is just a normal. Yeah, it's a different Uh, kind, but. Oh, got it. The Israeli watermelon. Got it. Looks like a normal watermelon. Well, yeah. Um, so that is, that's an interesting thing to Google still, though. Uh, you got to be careful sometimes when you Google melons. But. (laughs) Yes, you do. Anyway. um, I've never done that. (laughs) Jans, what do you think is the weirdest thing that you've actually ever Googled? Oh, man. Um, oh, gosh. There's a lot. There is so many. Um, there's one... Uh, uh, there's this weird thing with the internet where a lot of the times you don't ask for anything. It just hands it to you. <laughs> Very and true. One website that, stumbled, that I stumbled across one day is givemeyourmilk.com. Huh. It's one of the strangest. Uh, you can you can look it up Is online. That a it's, euphemism. It's <laughs> honestly judging on the images, it might very well. Be. It's kind of scary. It's all just this woman that has people get in a bathtub of milk in this rundown. It almost looks like a rundown hotel room. And it's just a huh. bathtub in the middle of the room, and they take like studio style pictures of it it's very strange that's probably one of the weirdest that's probably one of the weirdest things i've stumbled across that's a weird query wow see i just i started a new job at kite media and i'm an seo specialist and i just can't think of how to optimize that other like I don't. I can't think of any other keyword really that would go in there besides give me your milk no well, <laughs> so is she like asking for people's milk to dump into the tub 
That's an excellent question. I think <laughs> we should conduct some research into this. I'll get back to you on that one. Sounds good. I'll let you do all the research. Yeah, that one's on you. <laughs> Got to get my Google. I don't know how my wife would feel about that. Yeah, that's a little weird. <laughs> Look at my search history. Yeah, Googling melons and milk. Melons a little lot. <laughs> but anyway, so going back to your hometown, it's actually something that we do like every single week is we like to give our hometowns nicknames. And um, you already gave yours, yours, and we'll go back to it, but... Uh, I call mine Linden, the city of dreams, and John. Uh, I'm from Bountiful, the land of plenty. Yeah, and then you're from Green River, the oversized gas station. (laughs) The oversized gas station. Pales in comparison. (laughs) No, actually, I've been to Green River uh, on the way down to Moab, which, by the way, I'm very directionally challenged. I don't know if you guys can uh, relate to that. Uh, Zach Smyer and I drove to Moab once with a few uh, girls over spring break before uh, Kenzie. And um, <laughs> took a wrong turn, if I remember right. Yes, yeah, I ended up. <laughs> uh, Kenzie had broken up with me, kind of. We weren't officially dating, but she told me that she started dating somebody else. And that's originally why I went there. If you and listen you to Martha Day's episode, there's more of that. <laughs> but you said, I'm going to Moab with other girls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but so, um. That she was like, Zach! <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, yeah, on the way down, I did uh, take a wrong turn uh, and ended up in Colorado. Green <laughs> River, Colorado. <laughs> Not Green River, Colorado. <laughs> Just a little but bit. But yeah, started. somehow ended up in Colorado, had to make a flip around. It added like a whole extra hour on. You really? missed one exit, yeah. and that's it. That's there's not a whole lot of exits out that way nope (laughs) i missed the one (laughs) but anyway um we did stop in green river for gas though so i have stopped in the oversized gas station is it what is it is it a maverick is it a uh let's see there's four total there's a chevron Mm -hmm. on either end and then there's also now a loves on either end i believe Mm. so loves is like the the maverick there yeah yeah Yeah. I swear, Logan is just Maverick at this point. Oh, my gosh, dude. Mm -hmm. They took over. They opened one (laughs) right across the street from another one. (laughs) Yes, they did. Which is actually (laughs) smart because then you can hit it on the way out of town. That's right. Mm -hmm. That's right. Because, yeah, it is. I do think his Main Street in Logan is so bad that it's atrocious. Definitely smart to do Mm -hmm. that. So (laughs) you get traffic from both sides going and. Yeah, but anyway. Good job on your marketing, Maverick. If you ever need somebody to sponsor, we are real. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we are your guys. We are your guys. But um, we, I don't know. I I personally, and this is just something I try to, I, I want to see for for another stone maybe. I love gas station food. I do too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they know but, what they're doing. Do you like it too, Chance? I am a sucker for anything <coughs> like beef jerky man like ah. they have that weird little like <coughs> cupboard thing that you flip open and it's got mm-hmm. like a pair of tongs yep. next to it that mm-hmm. are laden with people's germs but you don't care right you just go for it and you pick out those little like <laughs> hockey pucks of jerky and stuff yep. yes i am mm-hmm. victim to that every single time <laughs> that and anything that's rolling on the grill <laughs> oh, oh boy uh-huh. oh boy and the tornadoes especially oh, yes man. dude love those but I'm kind of similar. Like, I really love those, like, even without just the tongs. But you know how they have those beef sticks, like, you roll it like it's one of those toothpick dispenser things? Like, oh, yeah. you roll it, and then the beef just rolls out oh, with yeah. it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, it's like two for a dollar <laughs> yes. or something. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm sucked in by the advertisement. <laughs> love the experience of turning it and yep. seeing the beef come out. <laughs> <laughs> and they taste good. And they taste good. Mm-hmm. Like, if I, and I don't know. you smoke them like a stogie. Yes. 
But I no longer eat beef, unfortunately, which that is probably one of the only things that I actually miss. And Kenzie actually loves beef jerky, too. So I think that is uh, a good stone completed right there. She doesn't eat meat either. Good on you guys. Yeah. It's, is, uh, that's it's a tough a, hurdle. It's a sad life. <laughs> there's a there's an excellent uh i think it's a youtube documentary called game changers that i'm sure huh. a thousand people have heard of is it on netflix mm-hmm. it is amazing it, it's this guy conducts this survey about the inflammatory agents as well as like carcinogens and hmm. red meat and it is truly eye-opening the amount wow. of like bad things that are in red meat yet we still consume it but <laughs> i mean it's more of a pick your poison kind of a thing but yeah. that's kind of how i feel too it's interesting yeah, I mean, there's so many different things, even in fruits and vegetables at Absolutely. this point. That, you, and, yeah. Yeah, unless like, you, you didn't you spray, which means you also got bugs. You don't eat meat. You don't want diabetes. Don't eat fruit. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so now we're limited to just vegetables. Yeah, exactly. Likes, so. A so. bowl of ice cubes. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing, because I had to stop just for my blood pressure is really why I quit it. Mm. And then I still do, like, chicken and pork, just that good, like, white meat. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, and some turkey. Turkey is turkey phenomenal to me. Mm-hmm. But um, anyway, so that's just kind of a little bit about food. And, I mean, I'd love to say that I am, like, some kind of health nut with it. I'm really not because I do love gas station food still. Mm-hmm. And I have eaten a lot of weird things in a gas station. But <laughs> what... Some that even made you <laughs> sick, maybe. Yes. <laughs> but what is, do you think is, like, the weirdest thing you've ever eaten at a gas station, Chance? Oh, man, at the gas station? Uh-huh. Um, I think... <laughs> I already know. I was... <laughs> there was a time back in, like, junior high, high school, which for me was the same thing, but mm-hmm. um, <laughs> because I wasn't ever playing in any of the <laughs> basketball games, I would always look to make myself known to the players in other ways. <laughs> so anytime we stopped for food or, like, drinks or a bathroom break, I would always look for the nearest thing that I could do to make people <laughs> notice me. And so a lot of that was people grabbing things from gas stations and then be like, Chance, eat all of this at one go. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I just got to go for it. And they would be like, oh, my gosh. And I, I, would make, I would make a good like chunk of change off that. They'd pay for like the trip going up there and coming back. I'd come home with 20 bucks. I'm like, hey. And you're fed. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And you're full. Yeah. I wouldn't have to play in the game. It was great. <laughs> there you go. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> John, what do you think is the weirdest thing you've eaten? Oh, so... <laughs> Justin Lund or Hot Lava, who was on the show, I don't know which episode, a while ago. A long time, he, yeah. We've been friends for a while, and he's told me about these things called munchers. Have you guys ever had them? Never. I don't think so. I think that's what they're called anyway. Anyway, so he <laughs> describes them as like a deep fried, it's like a ball of mac and cheese. Mm-hmm. Kind of like a cheese curd, but with noodles in it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, oh, so yeah. he's like, we have to go to this gas station, we gotta go get it. So we spent maybe like month and a half driving around whenever we got bored to see if we could find these munchers and we never found them finally we went up to uh kelly's gas station right up by campus mm-hmm. and they're like they've got munchers and we're like oh heck yeah so we go in <laughs> we get them and i take a bite of it it is the nastiest thing i've oh, ever no. eaten in my entire life oh, and i was no. so excited about it because he was like oh this is so good and like i take a bite and i'm like choke it down uh, and i was like hey you know what you can have the rest of them he's like are you sure and he takes a bite of them and he goes oh yeah and then he throws them out the window and i was like what the heck i thought you like these and then it turns out we bit into them they gave us deep fried mushrooms oh and they were not munchers so i still have yet to taste munchers scary but it's like the eighth wonder but that's it oh and mushrooms 
probably yeah. my least favorite food. Consistency-wise. So I, I just remember tasting, and it, it, we stopped at the next gas station down the road to get a drink because it, the aftertaste was so gross. Oh, man. Anyway. Well, if anybody wants to send us munchers or anything like that, yeah. first, um, just hit us up uh, on our, our email, I think, or on Instagram. That's better. Um, Kenzie, really quick, what is our Instagram handle? Do you remember? No. I think Give it's something second. like passing it's underscore passing stones. Underscore stones, yeah. Passing underscore stones. Uh, DM us. That would be great. Uh, and we will we'll talk about munchers a little bit more there. A muncher, I hardly know her. <laughs> hey, oh. You brought her. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Leaving a metaphorical and literal bad aftertaste. <laughs> yes. Anyway, the first thing I ever ate at a gas station was, it's, uh, I went into detail with it on Jake Capp's episode, episode number two. Um, so please go and listen to that for a little bit more. It was a hot dog that I don't know if it was filled with cheese or was just old. But oh. I ate the whole thing. Really? Oh, yeah. It might have been both. Might have been both. You never know. <laughs> but in any case, um, yeah, listen to Jay Cap's episode for the aftermath of that. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> kind of moving on, actually, and going with the sports thing, we're going to go uh, a little bit more here, and we'll get into our actual first segment. I know that... Uh, I don't know, our episodes have been longer lately, but I think we're just getting a little bit better at actually relating to people talking. And so uh, I want to talk... just roll with it. Yeah. Okay, man. I want to talk a little bit more about sports, and specifically USU hockey, because I've been to a lot of hockey games with both Chance and Swedish John. And uh, Chance, I have to say, is the best trash talker <laughs> I have <laughs> ever heard. Yes. Oh, man. And Chance, I just want you to... Um, if If there's a bad call, an official makes a bad call... What do you yell at the official? Oh, man. Um, well. <coughs> up yours. Uh, <laughs> you're more right than you think. Um, it's, uh, does your wife know that you're screwing us? <laughs> yeah. That's a good one. And actually, funny story about that. I, that's actually not the first time I've been caught saying that. I said that at a high school basketball game, and everyone went silent. Oh. And it was... Probably simultaneously the best and worst day of my life. <laughs> no, but honestly, I remember the first time I actually heard Chance say that. Uh, <laughs> it was so good. And it was, uh, we were playing the University of Utah, and um, <clears throat> we were sitting not in the normal student section that night. Mm-mm. We were in, um, uh, we were surrounded by these people that were like the diehard fans, get the season tickets every year. Mm-hmm. Like, they were hilarious. And, um... Not, we were right next to the penalty box for the University of Utah, and there was one guy that got put in there twice, and I, we were hounding him. Like, oh. It was super bad. Mm-hmm. Travis Maddox and I were taking selfies <laughs> with him and asking for his Snapchat to the point where like he either like broke his stick or like stormed off like he was pissed he was right, and man. then their photographer was right next to us she started crying and telling <laughs> us that we needed to stop because she was so frustrated <laughs> and then the people that we were surrounded by like the season ticket holders were like you guys don't need to stop this is what we paid for <laughs> like heck yeah we were, we were drawing a real crowd oh, yeah <laughs> Um, so anyway, just kind of going with USU hockey as well, this will bring us into our get to know you question of the, of the week, because this is, it was at USU hockey that I found out Chance, uh, has a stone with Kenzie in their love of dogs. Oh. Chance and Kenzie love dogs and they have spent many of, um, timeouts and, uh, Zamboni periods, (laughs) you know, the in-between. Uh, looking at the Utah Humane Shelter mm. website. It's a trap. It is a trap. <laughs> it 
and just wanting to buy or pick up any dog. But Chance, so this is what we do every week. We ask our um, we ask our guests uh, just the get to know you question of the week. I came up with it this week, and today it is: if you could be any breed of dog, what would you be and why? Oh man, that is that that is such a good question because it can go one of two ways. You can go small dog with big dog complex, mm-hmm. or big dog with small dog complex. <coughs> I feel like I personally embody small dog, big dog complex. <laughs> But I feel like I would love to be like a St. Bernard. Oh. Just like those big, fluffy, whiskey barrel on the collar kind of dogs. Because yes. they have either that or, I mean, obviously Golden Retriever. They have zero worries in the world. Because <laughs> everybody loves them. It, I was just saying, yes. it's like, the, it's like <laughs> yes. you think of American Dream. It's a Golden Retriever <laughs> out front, tire swing in the tree, everything. <laughs> but I would have to say a St. Bernard just because I've always been small my whole life. And mm. I just want to know, even for a fraction <laughs> of a second, to know what it's like to just tower over all others (laughs) and just be a big goof yes and that is i can see that and kenzie i can't remember this was it a saint bernard or a great dane that you were babysitting or a totally different dog which one was it (laughs) it was a chihuahua it was a doberman yeah a doberman with the pointy ears oh yeah yeah it was right after she got her wisdom teeth out and you were babysitting (laughs) one or two one but that dog was like the cuddliest dog Heck yeah, man. in really? the world. Wait, are we talking Would about not... a big, like, big Doberman? Oh, big yeah, Doberman. Like, like Doberman Pinscher? Like 90 pounds. Oh, that's a 90 cool. pound Doberman. <laughs> huge. Good big boy. Yeah. He just slept on the pull-out couch with me all week. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Another great perk of big dogs is they don't understand personal space. Yes. And if no, you love dogs, that they're big. the best. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, but so for me, uh, I, unfortunately, I don't have a stone right there. What I would be would actually be um, a border collie. But okay. the reason why my mom just got a border poo, um, so border collie poodle mix. Bless you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> border poo. <laughs> but she, um, I just, I love the idea of like a good sheep herding dog like that. Mm. But it's because to me, a sheep dog is like the epitome of like mid-level management. They aren't in charge of the farm, but still with them, like, you know, things still got to run. And I always feel like, you know, that's almost like my American dream, just... uh, To be middle management. Mid-level management, either that. Like, I even think about it, because I always tell people that I would love to, like, host a Tonight Show or something. But at the same time, like, I almost... Like, I enjoy being in front of people, enjoy public speaking, enjoy, like, even kind of being in the limelight. You're very good at it. Yeah, but I think doing it, like, every single day and things like that, not that it would get old... But I also kind of hate, like, that kind of responsibility that's on you to, mm-hmm. like, For sure. make a writer look good or whatever else. I would way rather just be, like, mid-level. Be a good writer. Just, you know, like, the f- show still functions with me. But it's not on me if the joke bombs because they're always just going to blame the host. Yeah. <laughs> so I just, <laughs> I love that. True, I love yeah. shirking the responsibility but still feeling like I have that importance. Yeah. And I feel like that's what a border collie is. And they don't care. Like, they'll just herd their sheep. They'll make sure the farm runs. Make sure people are where they're supposed to be. And yeah, it's true. Just have a good time with it. There you go. But so yeah, so for mid-level management, that that's, would be me. That's, uh, <laughs> that's like one of the best analogies I've ever heard. Man. That was fantastic. <laughs> I've been thinking about that for about two days now. Like ever since we invited you on. Yeah, <laughs> but, that's um, amazing. Yeah. So, uh, John, what would you be? Oh man, <laughs> one of two dogs. I need to be a pug. 
<laughs> or I'd be an English bulldog. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually the breed that my brother has. He has a Dutch Shepherd English bulldog. Really? Yeah, they're, they're awesome. awesome. Yeah. Or no, I'm sorry, uh, uh, just a regular uh, boxer. I am. I was mixed up. Oh. oh, man. But why would you be? Bulldog? <laughs> you know, I just, I saw this one video once of this pug climbing up the stairs (laughs) and he doesn't climb he hops all the way up because he can't climb and so he jumps like his front two feet and his back two feet they hit the steps that are right next to each other at the same exact time so it's like this it's like, <laughs> it's like a deer hopping across the field. Yeah. Uh, going, yes. yes, it's hilarious. Um, <laughs> they're, they're like, like I'm assuming not like you because you're a fit guy. But no, like, I'm no. Like a me. lot has happened since <laughs> I got married. <laughs> they're always out of breath whenever they do something. Yeah, too. Me too. When I sit up out of bed, they're just. Oh man. Even when they're sleeping. Yeah. Exactly. They snore. Yep. Oh man, that that would be me. <laughs> oh man, so <laughs> I love that. That's amazing. So we are all very different dogs, but I think we do share a stone in that we we all love dogs and have a soft spot in our heart for all of them. Uh, but I do want to know, Kenzie, if you could be any dog, and if you want to come and just sit up. I know Kenzie's been a little bit sick, so she didn't want to be like all the way on. But if you just want to come and say which kind of dog you would be, that would be awesome. I don't know. <laughs> what do you uh, mean you don't know? Be a stardust doggy. <laughs> I would be a rabbit. She would be a rabbit. That's First, the answer. She really like that is no, her spirit God. animal more than anything. I don't know because I feel like I would be a little dog, but I but I feel like I act more like a big dog. Like I I'm really so lazy. that is a little dog. There yeah. No, because <laughs> yeah. big dog our little dogs are. At least I had a Yorkie and she was very... They are high energy. Very high energy, very um, very guard doggy. And I don't feel like I'm like that. Mm. I don't know. I want to be a small dog that just like lays around all day. Um, Like a like those ones with the big floppy ears. That are yes. Like a spaniel? Yeah. Oh, like beagle. Beagle. I don't, beagle. I don't, beagle. Oh. Yes. <laughs> it's weird the level of introspection that it takes to realize what dog you identify with. Oh, yes. <laughs> I can also be a bloodhound. Ah, oh, <laughs> yes. That's a good one. They are. Oh. Swing those big yeah. And you, you want to be a cop in a little way, too. And bloodhounds are, they're good at finding things. I know. But they're just a little slow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Personally, um, I actually think Kenzie, though, for, um, <clears throat> my grandma got this um, multi-poo. Um, I don't want to be a multi-poo. But the thing is, it's like, it is a little dog. And she is like, she has spurts of energy, which I do believe Kenzie does have. But for the most part, total lap dog. Mm-hmm. And pretty chill and relaxed, just wants to be pet. And I feel like that's Kenzie to a T. But... Just wants to be pet. Just wants to be pet. Yeah. yeah. This morning, uh, I woke up and I tried to scratch her back. And um, I guess, like, I kind of uh, pushed a little too hard. You did it wrong. I did it wrong somehow. <laughs> First person to scratch it back wrong, but it woke her up. <clears throat> and I was like, oh, sorry, I just trying to scratch your back, but I'm going to get up. And she said, no, like, now you need to scratch my back. <laughs> yeah, you got to right this wrong. You started yes. this. <laughs> and I would see it through. But anyway, um, so kind of with that, though, you know, like, scratching a back wrong or doing things wrong. John said it at the start, you know, we're living in 2020 that sometimes we don't know what's right or wrong. Like, it can be a really challenging climate. And that's why our next segment is called the Is It Okay To segment, where we will give you a scenario John came up with this week, and we'll just ask you, is it okay to do 
or to see or to perform whatever that scenario. So, uh, John, are you, are you ready for this? Oh, I'm not sure, but I'll we, go. For it. We all share a stone in this one because we know the person that does this. <laughs> His name's Travis Maddox, <laughs> and so. And I'm still baffled to this day. All right. My question, <laughs> you know what a peanut is, right? Uh, I believe so, yes. Yes, and you know how peanuts come encased in their own shells? Yes. Definitely anything you said peanut at first. <laughs> peanut? Yes. That's what I said. And I didn't hear peanut oh, at first. peanut, N-U-T. Familiar. <laughs> Which, that all, anyway. So, but, so when you crack the shell of a peanut, which part do you eat? The... <laughs> The nut inside. The nut, right? <laughs> Not the skin. Well, guess what Travis Maddox eats? Are he eats you? just the shell. He doesn't eat the <laughs> What? <laughs> so, my question is, is it okay to take what is meant to be eaten out, throw it away, the and skin? just eat the shell? Yes. That... Not the skin of the nut, just the shell. The I, I think that that's, that's grounds for, like admittance to a mental hospital it's a yes felony. that is like <laughs> it's like you could think of that in other applications could you imagine if somebody was eating a banana peeled it <laughs> threw the banana over their shoulder and just ate the it, skin i know right that would be terrifying it's like your watermelons that you like <clears throat> eat the green eat outside the <clears throat> so sorry and ch- and just chew the seeds not the actual <clears throat> that is terrifying i know right so that's my question is is it okay no. <laughs> All right. There we go. No. There we have it. <laughs> Wait, listen. I can think of a scenario where it is okay. Ooh. Okay, let's so, I am intrigued. I love Ron Burgundy. Love the character. Mm-hmm. Nice. And so and this is... Pants. Yes. <laughs> this will kind of go into it. He was on Conan once. I guess he wrote a book, uh, but he also wrote, like, uh, really weird things in it. But one of the chapters was how to survive a prison riot. Oh. And so he said... That you gotta be the craziest man in the room, or seemingly like that. So you he saved bags of his own poop, and would rub it all over his face at that time, because he said nobody would want to fight the guy that has his own poop rubbed <laughs> all over his face. Right? Because if have, you hit him in the yeah. face, you're gonna get poop on your hand. Exactly. And true. I think you can take it a step further, because we're we're small guys, mm-hmm. yeah. and um, <clears throat> so you know, to really, we really gotta push it forward. That we're the craziest guy in the room. I would save all the peanuts I could find, just start eating the shells. Start That's eating. it. You have shifted my paradigm. That is, yeah. that is an excellent point. Because if you're ever in prison, that's when it's okay. Otherwise, totally not okay. <laughs> that's a great idea. Plus, because when you put the peanut out, you can use that as a weapon. Exactly. You can throw it across the room. Exactly. <laughs> so you get a little riot snack. Uh-huh. Show that you're the craziest guy in the room and you're covered in your own poop yeah. eating, <laughs> eating peanut shell. And if somehow you can get like an oversized straw, you can shoot them at people. Yes. <laughs> yes. The peanuts anyway, not the shells. Because you need to eat them. You're saving those for later. Oh my gosh. But yeah, so I think that only time where I I could see it as appropriate or if you know you lose a bet, you have to do it. That's okay. Mm-hmm. But that's because that's like your cognitive dissonance right there though. Like you can justify the behavior because your attitude's in a different place. Yep. But honestly, other than that though, I can't think of a single reason why <laughs> you would ever do that. Yeah. <laughs> but um anyway, <laughs> Speaking of um, prison riots or um, peanut <laughs> shells or other things like that. <laughs> what a segue. Yes. Um, ultimately, 
things go wrong in a riot. You could be eating a peanut as well outside of prison. Yeah, and you and could choke on it. You could choke on it. Choke on the, the actual nut, or if you're Travis, you, I think you have a stronger chance of choking on the shell. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> ultimately, <clears throat> you will at some point pass away. And that is where our final segment takes us. We feel like we have passed enough stones with you. We've got to know you a little bit more in this uh, short amount of time. We feel we know you enough to write you an obituary. Ooh. And so what we will do here is uh, we'll take just a short little break. We'll get writing those. John and I will both write you one. And uh, we will get back to you right after. This free ska music. Yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) My favorite. Welcome back. Uh, Chance, did you have a good wait? Oh, absolutely. I think it is always a little bit weird, like you're waiting to hear how we feel you're going to die. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I usually... Yeah. It smells nice in here, so it's helped yeah. help the wait. Oh, yeah. Can, we love diffusing. I worked at doTERRA for a little bit. I'm going to keep plugging that until they sponsor us. I got a lot of money. <laughs> but, um, you worked at doTERRA? I, I sure did. Cool. <laughs> doTERRA TM. Yeah, they they gave us a whole bunch of free oils, and uh, we diffused the heck out of this place. Good. But anyway, um, as they say, you get a whole bunch of points every month, and they like to spend on free product, and they have a saying there, it's diffuse it or lose it. hey So we diffuse it. Is that actually? No. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to push that, though, yeah, if I ever went it. back. I, I'm not going back. <laughs> but anyway, um, I usually go first because John's always end up being a lot better. Mm. So mine today reads like this. <clears throat> Chance the Bones Jones has passed away at the good old age of 169 oh, after a prison yeah. riot in his hometown of Green River, Utah. <laughs> um, occurred. Chance founded a private prison that doubled as a fifth gas station in the city. <laughs> Shout out to his partner, Maverick. Ayo. Chance was busy booking in the lady who started CanIHaveYourMilk.com when the prisoners got upset about the food that was served that night for dinner. They had their hopes set on the world-famous gas station munchers, but instead were given the nasty deep-fried mushrooms. Chance quickly grabbed his hockey stick and a whole bucket full of peanuts and just started eating the shells (laughs) (laughs) and throwing the nuts everywhere he could (laughs) in his defense. He ended up choking on one of the shells, but before he did, his final words were, it truly was a Sawshank Redemption. (laughs) Amen. Amen. That was excellent. (laughs) Beautiful mental imagery. Do you feel okay with that? Yeah, absolutely. It's just like, I see this like, like vehement look in my face like <laughs> slinging peanuts to people with a hockey stick that's a beautiful obituary oh yes you know actually there's there's got to be some money in private prisons and i think that green river utah would be a solid place for one because yeah. where are you going to go for an escape i like, mean like 90 percent of criminals if they're ever escaping anywhere <laughs> they usually go through there anyways yeah you so catch them and go going one in. stop shop is yeah. what i th- think just stop them there <laughs> and just Throw them in. Throw, throw them in, in the yeah. That's not a ship, but that's all right. Yeah. I don't know how big the tax write-off is, because I think that's where you probably bank quite a bit of money, but, uh, boy, that would be something. But uh, anyway, uh, John, how do uh, how do you see it? All right, here we go. Chance <coughs> Trash Talking Jones, Boom. voice nominator for Green River, Utah, died last <laughs> week after a very, very sad accident. 
<laughs> On last Thursday, Chance became bored and reckless looking for something illegal to do. <laughs> On his way to the local bridge, Green River has a bridge, right? It does. Okay, good. <laughs> I, would, um, I would frequent that bridge a lot. <laughs> he grabbed the biggest watermelon he could find. Upon upon arrival to the bridge, Chance waited for a semi to pass by and dropped it on it. As it, as it was falling, Chance thought to himself, I can't wait to see all the seeds all over the freeway. I'm going to build a watermelon empire there and shut down all traffic. He climbed down the bridge to see how many seeds were spread. Much to his surprise, it was a seedless watermelon. Oh no! What the can scream. <laughs> Does being a seated watermelon activist mean anything anymore? <laughs> oh well, I'll go to the monopoly of gas stations and get some beef jerky. <laughs> it was there he choked on the jerky and died. Amen. Oh, Amen. Amen. <laughs> oh my God. What a day, though. What was... a day. <laughs> if my life can be an eighth of it that interesting, I would. I would consider my life a well-lived life. <laughs> yes. That is fantastic, you guys. Thank you. Oh You're yes. Welcome. Well, hey, and speaking of well-lived lives, this is how we like to end the podcast as well, with um, your words of encouragement for a well life. And those could be words of discouragement or encouragement. Just any words for encouragement's sake. So, yeah, just anything you want to tell a general public as we close. Oh, man. Um, uh, Let's see. Uh, uh, Recently, I just picked up this new book called The Seven Habits of Highly Successful People. Ah, and I'm I'm sitting in our bookshelf right there. Nice. Read it. I own it. But no, I have not read it or own it, as we're borrowing it. Anyway. (laughs) But uh, I would say that I'm not very far into it, but uh, towards the beginning, it talks about about, uh, personality versus, uh, I believe, core values or something to that effect. And um, it's basically, to give you an elevator pitch of it, it's, uh, how you outwardly express yourself versus your inner values. And mm. um, basically, one is sort of dependent upon the other and how your core values are always at the forefront of where, or of how you show yourself to other people. And you can try as hard as you can to uh, convey this image to other people about who you want to be, but ultimately who you are on the inside is going to show through. And it was, I think it was like, there was a quote in there that was something to the effect of uh, the loudness of your screaming makes it so that I can't hear you. So mm-hmm. it's something that uh, to that effect. So mm-hmm. I think ultimately just <clears throat> work on, or not necessarily work on, but look, do a bit of introspection and think <clears throat> about what you value in your life rather than what you think other people value in you. Hmm. I like that. I like that. Focus on yourself. Yeah, I don't know if you if you felt it too, Kim. That kind of sounds like a communication and leadership class right there. Take a U year. <laughs> take a U year 2020. Get to know yourself. Go <laughs> climb Mount Kilimanjaro. Yeah. Go <laughs> walk the beaches of know, California. I don't know. Yeah. Or if you're like me, I just do the small and simple things. I have a goal here. Uh, we're making enough money to buy two little caesar's pizzas yes and then uh probably pulling a lot of sponsorships yes (laughs) and then um uh goal of writing a musical using free music from youtube and finally (laughs) i'm trying to do yoga every morning there you go but yeah so far so good uh john you have any goals uh i've started getting up at six every morning so that's my new goal and i just started a new job i will be a financial advisor so 
Congratulations. My goal is to uh, be maybe just a little bit successful at that. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> a lot less boring than hiking Kilimanjaro. But <laughs> Chance, do you have any? <laughs> uh, goals this year? Yeah. Um, uh, I think similarly to John here is uh, I've been trying to wake up earlier. I recently just got a new job as well. And um, mm. I think for me, it's more so being... Uh, I spoke about this on the break as well, but being more outwardly social and Mm. uh, being the guy, not necessarily that gets invited to places, but that invites people to his place and to try and like cultivate this friendship with other people that isn't just one-sided. Yeah. That I feel like is very, that has been a crutch that I've leaned on for a lot of my life. So I'm trying to work on that a little bit. I like that, man. I like that a whole lot. And uh, honestly, I just, I think that's a great way to end this podcast today. Just talking about a few of the goals that, uh, we have in place, uh, but ultimately, uh, thank you again, Chance, for coming on. And until next time, yo paso piedras, yo piedras and together we are passing stones with John and Spencer. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> 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 <laughs>